0: Hi my name is Anne McElhenney. And I'm Phelan McElhear. Welcome to the Anne and Phelan Scoop Daily Virus. What do we do Phelan on the Anne and Phelan Daily Virus? Did I just say that right? Yes. Yeah, what, what do we do? What is it about Phelan? You don't know by now no. Oh no I know but I wanted to give you an opportunity to do the awful voice that you do.
1: Where we discuss the latest news, views, advice and madness of the pandemic.
0: Okay that's enough of that. It's Thursday September the 10th. It's week 25. That's six and one week of the two week flatten the curve six months sorry a, that's a good one actually thank you six months and one week of the two f- week flatten the curve lockdown
1: 25 weeks uh, uh, 26 20? weeks that'll be a half a year
0: is that right Fif- oh yeah 52 weeks in oh a year. look at you have been smart about that funny i talked to somebody today and we we pondered whether this could go on for a year and we both felt a little uh, uncertain that it wouldn't Anyway, well, uh,
1: you know, I mean, the science, then, the science. It's all science, film, yes. and we're
0: going to be looking at a lot of that today. <laughs> so tell us, film today. Well, the first story I have to just tell us today. Well, this is the have, th- these are the
1: teasers now. Oh, these are the teasers. Don't, exactly. Don't be, te- don't be. You must tease the teasers. I'm teasing the teasers. Halloween is cancelled, or is it in Los Angeles?
0: And in the US, COVID has worsened an already awful opioid p- pandemic. And despite the lying headlines here and around the world, the U.S. is doing okay. And Sweden is not the basket case that lockdown zealots and lockdown pushers had hoped it would be. And we have a really great story from Ireland where one man who had, who had found a rather unique solution to the COVID pub rules... Um, a picture, a, picture of him a, photo, a photograph of him has doing that back. has gone viral. Yeah. And we have a lovely letter from our friend in North Dakota who sent us a present and okay, a lovely letter. And okay. we're looking at that as well. Tell so us about Halloween. We family. woke up
1: this morning to be we told did. We did. Halloween is cancelled in Los Angeles. Well, that was, no, actually oh, yes, that sorry. was yesterday. So yes. yesterday,
0: actually yesterday we were told, we started yesterday thinking it was going to be cancelled. And here's what actually I received because I get this. So I have this Citizen app on my phone. Don't
1: get the Citizen app.
0: Don't get the Citizen app because it'll make you think that you're living in a in In, um, in a hellhole, Mogadishu. In Mogadishu. Although, by the way, I would, I would, I would proffer, proffer that people in many parts of America, if they downloaded Citizen, would have nothing but, you know... Um, mm-hmm.
1: Cowloose on Highway.
0: Cow- yeah, Cowloose on Highway... Um storms expected yes you know heavy rain um, uh,
1: church social rained out.
0: yeah ch- church social rain right. that's not what we get on our citizen app which is kind of constantly man. naked <sighs> naked man with machete
1: i like the other one man with three knives man with three knif- that was just up in the alleyway up here Oh yeah
0: naked woman with a machete N- naked woman with a hacksaw um in an argument on Oceanfront Walk. Yeah. I mean, I, I genuinely, honestly, and by the way, you should all listen to the Anne and Phelan scoop where we do look at some of this madness in more detail of what happens here. But anyway, here's what I got on Citizen App yesterday. Um, COVID-19 in LA County, trick or treating, prohibited. So Los Angeles Due to County, COVID-19
1: safety concerns.
0: Los Angeles County health officials have released guidance for Halloween 2020. Their guidance says, don't do it. I actually said that for them. That isn't what they wrote. Trick-or-treating has been prohibited due to COVID-19 safety concerns. Learn more. Los Angeles health officials have banned trick-or-treating this Halloween, citing concerns in maintaining social distancing. Door-to-door trick-or-treating is not allowed, and officials are also prohibiting trunk-or-treating events. Where children go from car to car instead of from door to door. Gatherings are parties with non-household members... Oh, God, those non-household members... You don't, perish, want, the thought. You don't want
1: to be having that. You them. don't
0: want to be having that now. ...are not permitted, even if they are conducted outdoors. Additionally, carnivals, festivals, live entertainment and haunted house attractions are banned. Officials wrote that online parties... I love this, by the way. I think this is hysterical. Officials wrote... Officials wrote... Mm. That online parties that comply with public and, health and, guidance are permitted. And no car parades, and car But I actually just think online parties. Now, am I wrong, Phil, in saying that an online party is like what you and I do with the family in Ireland when we have the Zoom quiz? Yeah. Is that not an online party? That's an online party. So we're basically all in our own little homes, but they're not going to... So we're very lucky now. They're going to... I mean, I, I, beyond me, beyond they, they me. They have
1: to give guidance yeah. on that. But, but then... Almost, but breaking... almost
0: before we had put away our trick-or-treating decorations, right. which we don't have, almost before we had done that, Philem, what did we find out?
1: That uh, suddenly the science, they looked at the science again... And a bout they, turn. And there was a complete bout turn. So this is, this is the craziness we live in. They will tell you one thing is for science, and when there's a backlash... And the backlash came from celebrities, but it also came from working class areas who, who do the most trick-or-treating probably. And suddenly the science wasn't so so settled after all. So literally and
0: less than a day after the guidelines. Trick-or-treating is
1: now okay. Now we're back into the trick-or-treating apparently. This is why no one trusts the government and trusts the scientists.
0: And Dr. Barbara Ferrer, who I've mentioned often to uh, on this show, Barbara Ferrer you know and you should look up a photograph of her if you haven't seen her the walking dead she's the definition of the walking dead but I'll tell you one thing I'd love her salary so she earns just to remind everyone she earns about I think three times what the president's salary is by the way the salary he doesn't take but she earns 550,000 dollars so the 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 COVID is doesn't bother her one way or the other because the money keeps on rolling in
1: does a lot of money how much is that
0: so that is more can I just say this that's that's more hang on more better way to put it this way that's more how much is that now sorry how many days are in a year
1: it's ten thousand dollars a week how many days are in a year 365
0: so it's more than thousand dollars a day yes yeah, it's, it's a lot more than ten a thousand thousand a week i like it by the day though i want to work that out and get the exact figure because obviously okay can
1: someone please write into the comment section of the podcast app what 550,000 divided by 360 is. So I like this, what she said. I says. like what she
0: said. Can I just say what she said? She said on Wednesday that the guidelines had been slightly revised. Now, if, if,
1: if the definition of slightly revised in LA Public Health Circle says, I complete bleeping U-turn, yeah, she is right. They've been slightly revised. She has completely backed down. You can now go 3 her tricky. Trick-or-treating.
0: Trick-or-treating. Um, and know. we never, there was no trick-or-treating in our day, Philip. was no, there? No, no. No, no, we missed that, which was a bit of a shame now. Yes. So, but anyway, basically, you know, um, trick-or-treating is an outdoor activity, she said, noting that wrapped and packaged candy can easily be sanitized before consumed. We can have measures in place like social distancing and leaving out candy yeah. in a bowl for children, whatever.
1: But I mean, the, the, it, it's completely because of celebrity
0: yeah, because uh, celebrities... No, no, celebrities given out about it. Yes. What was your man? Bateman, apparently. Now, he used very bad language, so yes. we won't repeat what he said. But basically, I think he said something. LA County, have you lost your bleep in mind? Yes. Was some, to, add to, yes. The, to add words to that effect.
1: So, so, basically, so basically, Garcetti was getting yeah, irate, bad phone, press. irate phone calls, bad press. And he also faced the possibility of people not obeying him.
0: Yeah, and what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Start arresting ch- children? Mind you, they're capable of anything, yes. by the way. Okay, us you know, well, really
1: with the opioid crisis. Is? And this is a
0: really sad story by the way from the Wall Street Journal that the opioid crisis which was already like a complete disaster has obviously not well I think it's kind of obvious given we talk about this quite a bit on the show about mental health issues and addiction issues during the covid and during the lockdown but basically and it's really shocking so last year amazing last year 2019 72,000 people died of opioid um of opioid related problems like overdosing and all of that being, you know, and you know, you've seen those pictures of people being dead in cars and stuff. <clears throat> and the Wall Street Journal, as I said, did this story really, really sad. The pandemic has destabilised people trying to maintain sobriety or who are struggling with addiction during a time of increased social isolation and stress, according to treatment providers and public yeah. health authorities. In yeah. a survey of US adults released by the Centre for Disease Control and Prevention, 13% of respondents in June said they'd started or increased substance use to deal with the stress or emotions related to COVID-19. It's, it's, a, it's a
1: complete mess. I just see the line there. You know, social distancing does not, uh, yeah. uh, kind of AA meetings. But I suppose there's, there's a couple of things, actually. People are of a lot more time in their hands because they're not working. Yes. Uh, number two, they've all got a $1,200 check. Completely. Well,
0: it, I, by the way, can I just say that, did I did I say to you about three days before I saw this story at all, did yeah. I not say to you, Phil, oh my God, it just occurs to me that giving a 12000 a twelve, excuse me, a twelve hundred dollar check to a person with an addiction problem probably is not a great idea. It's,
1: uh, and there's the evidence. It's and not there's good the idea. evidence. And I suppose the oh the third thing was that uh, we read in I think it was in the Wall Street Journal as well was that the, because the borders are closed, oh, yeah. drugs are not coming over the border uh, the way they were. There is a shortage of of regular b- drugs that they're used to. Yep. So they're trying other things and they're not getting the right stuff and not getting proper stuff and they're and they're not used to it, and it's killing them.
0: Yeah, and so, I mean, even though, that, I mean, when I read that first, I kind of thought it was, like, kind of funny, but, you know, that obviously, you know, it's not a tragedy that drug the drug routes have been disrupted. But actually, it is a tragedy because just because you can't get the drug that you normally get doesn't mean you're not going to get something else, particularly if you're somebody like that and who's not getting treatment. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the isolation is a disaster. Obviously, counselling and all of that is not something that you do in isolation. It's something that you do uh, close up. Another uh, complicating factor that I think is also worth mentioning is that they say that people... Uh, who, who are drug addicted, who are going to take drugs anyway, that they're always encouraged, if they have to, that they always do it with someone else and yeah. don't do it alone. So that if something went wrong, that there would be somebody to save them. And obviously that's all changed during this time. So mm. really, really sad story that. Um, but a good, a good news story, but one that's not getting reported basically anywhere, is how the US is faring in comparison to other places. And it's really, you know, it's really interesting. And by the way, Senator Rand Paul tweeted about this. And it's, I mean, we, this is the kind of stuff that we're talking about all the time. So Senator Paul said, the US now slightly exceeds Sweden in per capita debts from COVID. The difference, and by the way, this is critical of America, by the way, too, by the way, and critical of the rest of the, of the Western world. But the whole of the Western world did this. The difference, government dictates... Destroyed the U.S. economy with the lockdown. Sweden did not suffer the economic depression from lockdown. Will nanny staters learn from their terrible mistakes? And it's a really great story because when you think about it, uh, and I have the numbers here. Then from the Worldometer, in terms of debt, again, the thing that ma- the metric that matters is deaths per million, the per capita death rate. Mm-hmm. And, and what is you have a look at their film. So y- USA is number. That's 11, number right? 11. Me with the bad eyesight. Yes. That's number 11. USA is number 11. Five, uh, 589 deaths per um, million. Um, Italy is at f- um, just slightly more than that.
1: Sweden, or Belgium is 855 per million, and Sweden is at 578 per million. So, so. Sweden
0: but never locked down. Children were never prevented from going to school. Pubs stayed open. Restaurants stayed open. Indoor, outdoor dining. All that sort of stuff. And the disaster that everyone that everyone on the lockdown, pushers, lockdown, Zealous. zealot side, yeah. had hoped for. The disaster they hoped for never arrived. never arrived. And in fact, actually, if you look here, film, um, the, the chart of the... I'm just showing film, mm. the charts of daily deaths in Sweden is just falling, like felt, just fell to pieces. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and of course... You know, the thing that's extraordinary, and he said, by the way, again, sw- about Sweden, he said they have a triple whammy. This is Zero Hedge, by the way, and they're like one of the very few outlets that are talking up this story. Certainly you won't find this in the New York Times. Triple whammy, co- uh, Sweden, no lockdowns, low deaths and minimal economic damage.
1: That's all I mean, that's all you need to hear. And so, you know, it's it's amazing. And... But will there ever be any kind of reckoning? Will there ever be any kind of self-reflection? I mean, the media gets so much wrong. The experts get so much wrong. Just thinking in terms of politics, they got Brexit wrong. They got the 2016 election wrong. Did they Did they go into a period of self-reflection? Did they go into a period of of what, how did we get this wrong? No, they doubled down and they're doubling down with this.
0: Yeah. And then just to even further emphasize how well Sweden have done, in terms of cases um, that are happening now, Basically, they're, they're doing as good a job, if not a better job, than Sweden, Norway and Denmark, they're, um, you know, their nearest neighbours. And so the cases have all fallen to pieces. So all the predictions, all the things that people said, you know, didn't happen in Sweden. And Sweden seems to be doing, just doing great. And their economy contracted clearly a little bit because mm-hmm. of the fact that the neighbours locked down. Yeah. But it was significantly, well, the world locked significantly down, so, yeah. less than the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, we come to this amazing story from yes. Ireland. Tell so, us about it then. So there's a, and you'll easily find this online, by the way, if you're listening um, to, to the audio of this. So this photograph um, was taken in, there was a photograph taken in a pub in Ireland, in Galway actually, of a man, and I'm going to look at the photograph and just describe it and you make sure I get all the bits. So an older gentleman, a definitely an older gentleman, sitting on his own in a pub in Ireland. A you know, half
1: drunk pint of Guinness. A
0: half consumed a pint of Guinness Some and a meal, a meal, yeah. because you cannot go to a pub in Ar- A pub in Ireland cannot open unless they can provide a meal that costs more than nine euros. Whatever, right? Science. But the really significant thing on the table where this man is sitting is that he has an alarm clock. Do you remember alarm clocks? Does everyone remember alarm clocks? And he's sitting there. And of course, the reason for the alarm clock is because of the fact that you're only allowed to stay in the, in the pub restaurant yeah. for a certain amount of time. So he's already known as the man with the clock. This is from the Irish Times. Mm -hmm. When publican Fergus McGinn took a photograph of one of his customers and put it on his Facebook page, he hadn't reckoned with the interest it would generate. The photograph shows his elderly customer drinking the pint of Guinness. It's the alarm clock that gets to you. The man in question, unlike most of the rest of us, has no mobile phone or watch to keep the time. So brought his alarm clock with him so he would not go over the allotted time of one hour and 45 minutes in the pub as a result of COVID-19 restrictions. It was taken in, and the, the, the photograph was taken in the Hop store, uh-huh. in Woodkey, Galway City, Monday evening when the pub owner, by the pub owner with his mobile phone. Um, McGinn said he didn't want to name the man in question, but he's a local born and bred in Galway City and worked in what is now Galway University Hospital for nearly 50 years. A brother was—I mean, I just—a brother, brother of this man was killed while serving with the U.S. Army in Korea, and another sister lives in the United States. He was conscious of the time. This is the pub owner is saying that the man in question was conscious of the time and wanted to keep track of it. That was the poignant part of it. He only had the two pints anyway. He said. He wouldn't be out too regularly. He had some business in town, and that's why he was out and about, and I hadn't seen him drinking during the lockdown. I, th- I think there's another little detail there that they're missing out on. The man does not come from Galway, but he did not go to his local pubs where he's from because they're closed. No, they because they couldn't. provide a meal.
1: When so, he was so, asked
0: for his contact tracing details, the man said he had no phone but gave his home address. Go on, Phil, I'm what are you going to say Yeah, there? so
1: I just want to say, Ireland is, the driving force in Irish politics and Irish culture is to be Better than Britain. So they're closing the pubs until the twenty Irish Ireland is closing pubs. Imagine Ireland is closing pubs until the twenty first of September. It will be the longest lockdown in Europe. So that you know and, and has Ireland got outrageous figures? No it hasn't. But they have to be better than the UK, especially when there's a Conservative government in the UK
0: um and the the, anyway of course that was sort of day one of this photograph thing and of course in the meantime the photograph went viral around the world everyone lots and lots of people have seen it and you can see it It's, it's everywhere um and then the Irish Independent a different newspaper than the Irish Times managed to send out a journalist and find out who this man was and catch up with him and see did he want to talk and he did and he was grand about talking and his name is John Joe Quinn and uh and he says to the journalist when she turns up how am I famous? I brought the alarm clock so I'd get home in time for the news. And also he didn't want to overstay his welcome. Mm. Those are the two reasons. Yeah. John Joe Quinn dissolves into a fit of laughter at the thought of his newfound fame. The poignant image of him enjoying a pint of Guinness with an alarm clock set uh, alight with a mixture of... You know, set, set social media alight with a mixture mm. of sadness and anger.
1: J- John Joe explained he doesn't usually go to McGinn's as he prefers to stay closer to his home in Buttermore. Where the, but the local pubs there are closed. I normally
0: go locally to crows or tonneries, but they are closed this last six months. Six months, six months. It's good to get a pint now and again. Guinness is good for you. I'd only take one or two pints. That's all. I wouldn't chance it. Remaining coy about his age, John Joe said, "I'm over eighty now, eighty and a bit." Oblivious to his online fame, he said with a smile, "I don't know anything about that about computers or the internet. I'm an ordinary, plain man." I brought the alarm clock with me so I would get home in time to hear the news on the RTE1 6 o'clock news. I always bring the clock with me, I never wear a watch. When told people had pledged money, so then of course people started pledging money, saying, "I'll buy him a pint. I want to buy this man yeah. a pint." And in fact, somebody else turned up and said they wanted to buy him a complete barrel yeah. of beer. And but he, he, said, didn't he didn't want. I don't want any of that. A he man, a he's a private
1: man. He's a private man. But
0: anyway, you should have a look at it. It's a yeah. lovely. Yeah. It's a lovely story. But basically, the guy and the guy running the guy running the pub was basically saying, you know, for people who are alone, people who are isolated, the pub is a really significant social um it's like a massive part of people's social life yeah. um obviously there's drink problems in ireland but there's lots of people who don't have drink problems and just enjoy to go to the pub and meet the neighbors yeah. so that's a huge thing that's missing right now we're coming to the end of the show but we got this really lovely letter from our friend in uh, north dakota we have a friend in north dakota called cheryl i won't give her surname there but she wrote the most lovely letter and she's just a dote and she had written to us before by the way and I remember your letter very well, Cheryl, because you had pointed out this very significant thing about if, because she, she has a history, she's, a, she's an Noran, she, back in the day, or I think even now, I think she's an RN right now. But she has that training, she has the, the, the training in nursing. And she said, if, if they thought masks were brilliant, they'd be spending resources teaching people how to wear them. Mm-hmm. <coughs> so you wouldn't have all these people constantly touching, touching, touching their faces and then touching surfaces, which is a complete disaster. <coughs> but here's what she says. Um, When I read the new mandate, you know, whatever, it included religious face coverings as being acceptable Mm, face coverings. Reading this brought back memories of the Catholic hair doilies, uh, as we called them in Catholic school, mantillas, we used to call them, that were required to wear to mass and thought, why not? I took them out of retirement this is cheryl back up in north dakota i took them out of retirement amid Festmax as they are now a religious face covering for an added bonus i sprinkled them with holy water oxygen and holy water food for the soul mm-hmm. and she made them for us by the way i so enjoy your podcast and have not missed an episode since i found it i love the charisma the two of you have and i feel like you are my friends so breathe well and stay healthy and that's from cheryl um, Listening to your program, I know you love whatever, looking at real estate. And she sends her husband's webpage, by the way, um, to, for, for people who want to look at um, property. But she, she says, he's in Fargo, North, North Dakota. Yes, I live in a sane state. Yeah, but she, very good. We really love that. Thank you Thanks. so much, Cheryl. It means the world to us. It was lovely to get your present. And we really enjoyed that. Um, exactly. I remember those mantillas. Keep, call them doilies.
1: Keep sending the gifts and we'll see you tomorrow.
0: Take care. Bye-bye. No, we won't see you tomorrow. Yes. No, we won't see you tomorrow. We'll see you on Monday.
1: But don't forget, uh, there's going to be lots of stuff breaking on the Obamagate Project. It's about to go public. uh, In fact, by the the time this comes out in a couple of hours' time, it may very well be public. So keep your ear open for the Obamagate Project. And give what you can and help us out, please. ObamagateMovie.com Very, very important. Take care. ObamagateMovie.com Thank you. Bye. Bye.